Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. It's the 23rd of September, and I have a question for you today. Is it hard for you to ask for help? I remember a time when I I was about nine years old, when I didn't just ask for help, I screamed for help. I loved to climb trees, and we even had a tree fort in the tree in our front yard. I would climb up on it, and most of the time, I'd just jump to get down. I don't know, it was probably only about 10 feet off the ground. One day, I decided to climb a different tree near the side of our front yard. I got up there and (laughs) went out on one of the limbs. For some reason, I slipped, and I found myself dangling in the air. Not only was I further up than when I was in my fort, but looking down, there was a chain-link fence that was about eight feet high, and if I let go, one leg would go on one side of the fence, and my other leg would go on the other side, causing severe pain and certainly injury. Now, I was not thinking that if I fell and my crotch took the blunt force of the blow that I would probably never father any children. I just thought if I dropped, the fall and the fence would probably kill me. So I screamed for help as my hands were starting to lose their grip on the branch. I realized that my only escape was to try to get myself back up on the branch before my strength was gone, and thankfully, I was able to do that, and I survived. So how good are you at asking for help? You know, some guys are terrible at it. They feel that if they ask for help, then they're weak or appear dumb because, after all, we are not all of us supposed to be able to do everything? Because we're men. We don't need help, right? Wrong. Thankfully for me, I didn't think that that ever made very much sense. I mean, why not ask for help? It can save you time and energy, and all it takes is to ask someone a question. Just the other day, my wife and I were in Target, and we were looking for something in the pharmacy area. She wanders off, reading the signs, while I just went and asked the person behind the counter where that product was. The problem with asking for help is it really depends on what kind of help for which you are asking. Thanks be to God, Now we can ask Siri or Google and get the answer to almost any simple question, like finding an address or how many meters are there in a mile. But when it comes to more complicated issues, like sexual addiction and sexual brokenness, sure, you can find a lot of answers on the Internet, but our problem is not the needing of more information Information is not going to completely solve the problem of porn addiction. Information is an important part of recovery from addictions. However, we need more than just knowledge. In addiction, we need two other things. First, we need the correct information. 
And we need a community of others to help us take the actions we need to be taking but haven't been doing it on our own. When I was in my first year of recovery, I realized that I needed good and reliable information, which I found in two places. The first were books that came recommended and were by reliable authors who knew what they were talking about. Having been a pastor for 26 years and believing that the Word of God is truth, I also studied my Bible, searching for answers and truth on which I could rely. However, I also read from books or sources that were both Christian and secular. I wanted to learn the science behind addictive behaviors, and what did I need to learn about my brain and how it functions relative to sexual temptation. Now, I know that in this climate today, it's become somewhat unpopular in some Christian circles to trust science. Some believe that things scientific are suspect because of some deep and dark state that is trying to destroy Christianity. And in some cases, that might be true, but most of the time, Science is simply studying and observing what happens, learning from it, and then drawing the right conclusions. So I read books, scientific books, about the brain and what happens between our ears when we are tempted and become addicted to porn. I learned about the synapses and the creation of paths in our brain when we do something, we like it, and we want to do it over again. Electrical connections are formed that make the action easier and faster to do than before. I also learned that there were five powerful chemicals released in our brain when we begin to become sexually aroused, and how acting out to porn over the years creates a heightened sense of a sexual hunger so that we are almost always on the hunt to get another fix— whether it's watching TV, going to the store, or even attending church. I also learned that there are things we can do to either accelerate the process or to interrupt the addictive choices by making right choices instead of wrong ones. That stopping the temptation process in its early stages is so much easier than dabbling with the things that are tempting us, hoping we will not act out sexually again, and (laughs) we both know that rarely works. I also studied my Bible and found myself reading and studying it to find the biblical answers to questions about sexual sin, God's love and forgiveness, and my eternal relationship with him that does not become severed because we've looked at so much porn. Listen, my friends, God did not save us and then is using porn so that we can prove to him that we're good enough and worthy of salvation. Salvation is not earned. It's not achieved by our good works and our ability to avoid sexual temptation. He has not made us members of his family and then demands that we prove our worthiness by our obedience. That's not what the grace of God is all about. 
Salvation is the free gift of God, and it is never the result of our own works or our ability to be good enough. In addition to my learning both the biblical truth about sexual sin and the science of how porn impacts our brains, I learned the other thing that has truly resulted in my being set free from any desire to look at porn. It is the accountability that I have had for 16 years, and especially over the past four years. I am weekly accountable to the 16 leaders who work with me at 180 at Vineyard Columbus, but I'm also accountable to the members of multiple online support teams that I lead or I even sit in on. Actually, <laughs> I have had daily accountability and support from the men in 180 seven days a week and sometimes two or three times a day for the last four years. Are you brave enough and wise enough to realize that you need both more knowledge and strong accountability with daily support and to begin putting into practice those things to become unentangled from this sin? Well, my friends, I have three words for you, and you know what I'm going to say. Online support teams, where you will gain the knowledge you need to know, both biblical and secular, and the weekly accountability with daily support that we all need. So will you ask for help? It will be the best move that you can make to begin to recover from your sexual brokenness. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you will ask for help in our online support teams, and I really mean that. God bless you. Take care. 